And welcome to another edition of City Beat TV. And we have a very special guest today. And, and her name is well known around the world. And that is Allison Williams. How are you doing, Allison? I'm fine, sweetheart. How are you? <laughs> so blessed, so blessed to be here with a living legend. And I tell you, you know, you, you, you accomplished so much in this business over the decades. So I would just take it back to um, your earlier years. And I just wanted to know, because you were born and raised in Harlem, New York. And during that time, and uh, those that may or may not know, your father was a big musician and band leader, trumpeter. And um, I just wanted to know if you could kind of, you know, talk about him a little bit and, and anything that you can remember back at that time growing up, because Harlem was the place to be for jazz. Yes, it was. Um, well, like, like you said, my father, uh, his name was Bobby Booker, and he had a 21-piece swing band called the Bobby Booker Big Band. And for over 25 years, um, between, I guess, uh, the, the, the 70s and, and into the 80s, he had the uh, premier uh, society band the, uh, in the New York City area, tri-state area and beyond. And uh, it was just a, an incredible uh, mix of great musicians, jazz musicians that not only played with him, but these were fellows who went out with the Duke Ellington band and the Count Basie band. And they, you know, they had these, you know, great legacies of music, uh, even individually, uh, people like Dickie Wells. And uh, sometimes we'd have a, a sit-in from a from a Earl Father Hines. Uh, you had um, uh, Max the Sax, uh, Lucas, uh, Nate Lucas is uh, his son. Uh, people would, would know him as an incredible organist and um, just some great musicians. And they always knew when they went out and came back, they had their chair. Um, they, re they rehearsed at the Kennedy Center in Harlem on 135th Street. And um, I, I can remember where as many of my colleagues and counterparts might have come up in the church or whatever, um, you know, um, being that, that kid who was at the rehearsal and passing out the music and the books and uh, being on the gigs, you know, at the various ballrooms and, and, and venues that were, you know, so, so prominent and so uh, plentiful at that time. Um, and it was just an incredible, an incredible uh, uh, um, way to grow up. Um, uh, many of his uh, well-known musician friends included Clark Terry and Dizzy Gillespie and, and, and uh, 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 Louis Armstrong and, 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 and musicians of that caliber. Uh, yeah. Whether they were um, nationally known or whether they were local, they were, it was just an incredible um, teaching platform to learn and, and, and learn by doing. Um, and that was also um, with the many singers and, and, and dancers, women who had been part of the Cotton Club Review and the Apollo Dance Review, you know, back in the day when they had, you know, these bigger shows and, and, and reviews and what have you. And uh, they would sit down and pour positivity and, and, uh, and just jewels of knowledge into my life. And You started out at such an early age performing. And uh, I don't think there's one segment of the performing arts entertainment world that you haven't touched. And um, your life is just so interesting. And, and I guess I just maybe have you just go right through it because you are a dancer, actress, uh, singer, you sound some background for some of the who's who's in the business, um, playwright, uh, you know, on and on and on. But I, I'll make it more pointed. What out of the entertainment industry do you enjoy doing the most? 
you know, uh, to me, it's hard to, to pick one. And I have been blessed to come up, um, you know, as a child performing, um, um, solidifying a career in dance, uh, starting out with the great Arthur Mitchell and uh, Dance Theater of Harlem, and, and, and also um, having all of the local um, um, opportunities with, with Ruth Williams and, and, and La Rock Bay and all of those place, places where you lay your foundation, you know, and then to be able to continue to escalate and, and, and study with Alvin Ailey and, and great people like uh, Frank Hatchett and, and the Hines brothers and, and uh, now still, still now working with people like uh, George Faison and, and great choreographers and, and directors of that caliber. Um, but it was a great um, a, a journey, you know what I'm saying? To, to, yes. to be able to continue to, you know, um, see yourself um, go from um, off Broadway to Broadway and so on and so forth. So um, I call myself the Forrest Gump of what I do because I've been everywhere. And then with, with, with all of that, you know, coming from a jazz background as my root, to be signed to a rap label like Def Jam and being given an R&B contract, which is what gave me my career. Now I'm just getting back to my jazz roots. You know, yes. and I know we're going to talk about the new music. Oh, but, absolutely. Uh, it's, 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 it, it, you're right. There've been, I've been able to be uh, involved with uh, dance and theater and, 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 and uh, of course, uh, you know, in, in the rap game and, and, and being a session singer, uh, singing for R&B artists and, of course, some of the, uh, almost most of the uh, rap music that we didn't even have the word hip hop in our vernacular. We had rappers. Uh, Curtis Blow being uh, uh, the person that I met and collaborated with for so many great songs like Basketball, If I Rule the World, AJ Scratch, all of this music, this iconic music is music that I helped to put it, you know, to lay down. And, um, and I'm proud of it. I'm so proud of it because it's what, it's another thing that keeps you, you know, uh, relevant, gives you your street cred as they were. As they were. <laughs> and, uh, and then to be able to still uh, be mentored and perform with the likes of a, of a Valerie Simpson or a Shaka Khan and a Nancy Wilson and a Maya Angelou and have these people just pour into you and help you to continue to, to, to get better and hone your craft. And, and let's go back to your first album because that's where your big hit came from. Uh, just call my name, and it's still big today. <laughs> so, yes, it's, uh, I'm very lucky to have a song that has stood the test of time. It's an evergreen song, and and the beauty of it is, is that you know we had sleep talk and my love is raw. We had club hits because right then, right around then, we were going through that new Jack City kind of hip hop coming together with R and B. Yes. So we had that. We had dance hits that were yep. doing really well in the charts, and mm -hmm. then here came just call my name. And I mean, when I tell you, it almost eclipsed everything else. Uh, I remember the time we took the test press over to WBLS and handed it to uh, Vaughn Harper. He played it and he never gave us back the test press. He refused. By the time, now this happened right around uh, November and most, you know, many of your listeners may not know, but it is a, um, uh, the, the, the business of radio is that around November Thanksgiving, they freeze the playlist. They freeze whatever they're playing. So unless you have a lot of money behind you at a record label or you are a big artist like a Michael Jackson or a Mariah Carey, you're not getting anything in because they're going straight to Nat King Cole okay. and Out of the Kid. It's, it's Christmas time. Right. And that's it. So this record should not have been in anybody's rotation, but it was on The Quiet Storm. So much to the point that when Christmas time came, people were going to record stores. And by the way, we used to have actual stores for records, record stores. 
Wow. And, uh, and they were saying to the to the person behind the counter, uh, do you have on um, this song? Go, uh, da, 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 da. And they would look at him like, we don't know what you're talking about. We don't have that song. We don't have that. It wasn't out. It wasn't released, but they could hear it every night. Oh. And, 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 and they put on a life of its own. So by the time January came and we released it, I actually had a couple of people, uh, or more than a couple of people come to me and say, oh my God, I love that song. You covered that song by that singer. And they didn't really, they didn't have a full picture. I said, no, I didn't cover it. I am that singer. Okay. You've just been hearing it for two right. or three months now. Right. And it, it just, it just, like I said, it took on a life of its own. Um, I went, I remember going to London to film Top of the Pops, which is their big music show. And I was only supposed to be there for a week. I, I couldn't come home for like nine months because the music was moving so fast and up the charts and getting such attention. And I remember they would put me in a hotel room and for hours, people, the, 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 the press would just come hour after hour. Then I'd take a lunch break and then it would start all over again. And that would go on for two or three days in a row. That's wow. how hot it was. Yes. Then, I, then to come back to the States, um, time had passed, a certain amount of time had passed. So now we had to play catch up to do all of the press that we needed to do for the records that were moving in the States, but I wasn't available to oblige them because I was over in Europe and it made sense, keep her there while the irons are hot and do it, okay. you know? That's so it, it was a really, um, I can only imagine that if then we had had the social media platform that we have now, right. my career might be in a different place. Not Absolutely. saying that I'm not grateful, but, you know, my struggle is different than a lot of other artists that might have had the same push and the same, uh, generated the same momentum based on the music itself and the label and so on and so forth. And the fact that the fan base really, you know, embraced it, it, it would be different. So, you know, I'm thankful to be able to continue to try to uh, take it to yet another level. Because I don't think I've, I don't think I've, I don't think, I don't think the world and I know for myself for sure, has seen the best and the most that Allison Williams can offer. All right, now. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. You have that propensity to, when you do something, you surround yourself with big names. And uh, you, 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 never, you haven't stopped yet. Uh, 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 Summer Nights in Harlem. I mean, you brought together some of the who's who. My favorite saxophone is uh, Kirk Whalen, my goodness. <laughs> you know. Um, <laughs> This is the deal. You know, every music genre has its own uh, 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 way that they handle things. And, and I used to feel a little upset because I felt like the jazz, because I came up in jazz, but had never made jazz music. And my father's legacy, you know, being um, in the years that it was, maybe people weren't looking back or paying attention. Um, and I've always felt a little snubbed. You know, I felt that they, you know, they, they, they were, they were respectful. They were very nice, Miss Williams. You have that hit record. What's it called again? The R&B hit just called my, oh, it's great. But they never embraced me. Not and it. so I dug deep and I found out what it is, is they want to, you got to put the work in. And what I, what I get is that jazz music does not want to see its legacy go the way that R&B music has. And when I say that, I'm saying sometimes you just have to be careful who you let through the gate. Because mm -hmm. everybody's not worthy. Right. 
Right. Everybody's not going to put the work in. Everybody's right. not going to really, you know, uh, 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 embrace it and carry the torch. So, right. and I think that that's what's happened with R&B music. I think there's been a lot of people who have had some incredible uh, opportunities to put music under the R&B umbrella, but they 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 watered down the music. They yeah. watered down the intent of what it started out to be. Yeah. Um, I'm not saying we have to recreate the wheel. We don't have to go and make Gladys Knight music. We don't have to go back to Motown, but there's got to be a, 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 a an integrity in your content, and it's missing. Exactly. Um, and um, so, so what I learned about jazz is they want you to um, first of all, we want you to document it. You say you're jazz singer, go ahead and make some jazz music. And we also want to know who is in who who you are surrounded with. Who's running with you? What pack are you running with? So I said, okay, well, you know what? It's, I know a lot of really great jazz musicians or musicians and in, in general and. Um, and, I, and even though it's not been documented, we certainly, uh, I'm certainly part of the community. So I went and found the best that I could find. And I've got Christian McBride, yep. and Christian Sands, and Ulysses Owens, and Ron yep. Blake, and Kirk Whalum, and, 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 and Ray Chu, okay. and, and Todd Stevens, and, 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 and Dawn Tallman, and this incredible writer that came and found me. His name is Maurice mm -hmm. Lynch. And we put the thing down. Okay. Now, as we put this into the jazz realm or, and offer it as our offering, hi, we're at the gate, we're at the door, here I am. I know you didn't know, but here I am. Right. I hope that they'll be able to, um, to embrace it. So again, Allison, thank you so much. And uh, we're gonna definitely follow you. And I'm on Instagram, Allison Williams Music, um, Facebook, Allison Williams Music, Twitter, Allison Williams. And my website, we're, we're building a new website for the new year, is going to be AllisonWilliamsMusic.com. So please just, you know, try to stop on by um, with, the, with the new music. Um, if you would please, we're on all platforms. I need you to add me to your playlist. Download it, stream it. Um, and if you look in, and when you look for Alice Williams, you'll see the Christmas song is there too. It's called Happy Holiday. And I hope that's what you all have, is a happy holiday. Amen. Thank you so much. And likewise. So, Allison, again, thank you, and we wish you a Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, and oh, we'll thank you. talk to you again in 2021. Please, real soon, honey. All right, sis, you got it. <laughs> and there you have it. That's my girl, Allison Williams. What a true special pleasure we had to spend this time with her, and we hope you enjoyed it as well. And we'll see you again on another edition of City Beat TV. Have a good night.